previously on The Mortal Path. Evening. Am I speaking to Neutral Jane? That ye are indeed, and what is it that I can do for you? My name's Natalie. I'm a friend of Pelleth. We all are. Ah, I see. Right. Well, I think then, if you're friends of Pelleth's, we'd better head somewhere a little bit more private to talk about matters. Follow me. Sounds good to me. My pleasure. Is there any particular reason you're looking into the divine? Have you been called upon or anything of that nature? Yeah, and it's really annoying. For a second, you see all around the room these like eight shadows looming over you, and then they all kind of disappear. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely going to kill every single one of you. I'm very pissed off by this whole scenario. <laughs> just approached neutral jing um natalia has said uh you know your friends pellets and he has stood up and begins to lead you to a small door towards the back of the room and he will open it and step through and kind of glance over his shoulder for you to follow him we do okay he leads you through this little narrow corridor turns right and then there's another door opens this one and in here is like a second bar room and it's much smaller and behind the counter sitting actually on the counter is a gnome and you recognize her Nerium, because this is halloumi mint who is the hey. owner oh it's a known gnome it's a known gnome finally we have our <laughs> known gnome um she's sitting behind she's sitting on the counter and she has um this very nice dress on very nicely made very kind of put together she also has um because I really love the picture that someone drew. She has this kind of very long tail with like a little tuft on the end. It's kind of dormouse-like. Yes. And these very like soft, <laughs> almost dormouse-like, you know, ears. And she looks over yes. and she sees you and she kind of stares at you for a second, Narium. And then she kind of perks up and she gives you like a little wave. I wave back and say, oh yeah. Oh, it's so nice to see you again. I haven't seen you in years. Years and years. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was I was away for for a while. Back now. Nice to see you again. Very nice to see you yeah, again. Thank you. Oh. You're looking well. Oh, thank you. So are you not a day over since last I saw you? Oh well, <laughs> just good genes, you know. Oh, well, lucky you. What can I do for you? And Neutral Dring will step up and put a gold coin on the counter and say, uh We'll be having one of your private Rooms, Madam Mint, if you don't mind. <laughs> and she takes the gold coin and she like checks Why it Why does over. everyone around here talk like that all the time? I just, listen, I've got a note here for what I did last time and I wrote pirate, question mark, voice. 
So, like, oh, okay. apparently that's what it was last I, time. I just meant, like, in a horny way. Everyone talks in a horny way. Oh, I thought you I thought you were just making fun <laughs> once again. I thought you were keeping up your streak no. head of ragging on my voices. Because, like, that would have been our third. I make fun of your voices. I have empirical <laughs> evidence. And that's a lie. I was just making a comment on the fact that the people of the town we're in are perpetually talking in a way that's suggestive. Well, this is not that sort of private room. The generally, it's a sophisticated city. Generally, that sort of private room would not cost the entirety of a gold coin. So this is this is a bit more of a private room for reasons that you think are probably less for, you know, laughing cat privacy and more like places to talk <laughs> privacy. I know how to say that word. The the I changes when you put more letters with it. So um, he will put down the the gold coin. She takes it up. She like turns it over, looks at it, and she nods. And she will lead you uh, round the back of the bar and to a room where the door where it opens is a good half a foot uh, thick. And actually, as you look at it as it opens, all three of you notice that there's like wood paneling, and then the inside of it is stone. And actually, all three of you huh. make me an intelligence check. Oh, I'm great at them. Are we gonna? Talk about the mechanics of insulation. That one. Here we go. Let's see what big my door, stats are. Big door, big door, heavy door. Ten. I can't see the dice. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, big door, natinarium. Taro, you notice that sandwiched between the two bits of stone is what looks like a thin layer of metal, and you don't know very much about like um, magic in a kind of academic sense, but you do know that lead is a uh, thing that is used to kind of stop magic. And you can actually, more than knowing that intelligently, you can kind of feel that kind of deadening effect in like the middle of the door. So this is a room that you reckon would be very difficult to like look into magically or to to have enchantments go through it. Interesting. It's a magic Faraday cage. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but yeah, it's it's it's, you know. It's lead. It's just lead. It's just it's, lead. It's lead doing what lead does. Lead doing what lead does. Magic is radiation. <laughs> and uh, Taro, I would also like you to make me an insight check, if you could, please. Uh, with advantage. Oh. Go on. Oh, whoa, whoa. Huh. Uh, 17. 17. Okay. You step through this door and you are suddenly hit with this deja vu. And this is not a deja vu of the sort of your like muddled memories, the kind where you'd walk into a place in Jural and be like, oh, I lived here for four years, 84 years ago type feeling. This is like one of those really deep seated deja vus. And as you are staring at the back of Neutral Jing, you know that you know him somehow, somewhere. Oh. I think I'll, yeah, I think it makes sense. I think it makes logical sense for Vesper to like jump back in when this door is closed and the room is sealed. Excellent. Okay, for one minute, just Gary and uh, Neri and Kitty, take your headphones off for a second. Oh, secrets. Yeah, I'm just gonna talk to to Ed real quick. Let's talk about shit Vesper about Gary stuff. and Kitty. Yeah, that's for what we're gonna two do. Minutes. Cool. So uh, Vesper has a totally like, like is getting uh, the memory back, right? So like. He doesn't have full memory of everything because of the magic shenanigans, mm. but things are coming back. Um, so, you know Neutral Jing, 
In fact, uh, you remember uh, hiring Newt Children to help with a uh, case before. How much you remember about the case is up to you, is how much you want to, to do. You also uh, worked with Neutral Jing for a while and was actually kind of teaching him how to do what you did. Again, how much you remember about this is totally up to you, but you definitely uh, know Neutral Jing. You have worked with Neutral Jing and you have actually taught Neutral Jing um, things as well. I think V probably remembers most, if not all. I think, I think. I think the memories are quite like straightforward and clear. I think. Okay, cool. Compared to Tara. Yeah, compared to Tara. So I had the um, uh, he hired you to help find a fleeing gang member, and that you found this this fleeing gang member, and uh, that Neutral Jing was was so impressed that he kind of asked, "Hey, like I will pay you to teach me how to do what you do, basically, how to like hunt and track cool. people and find stuff out." Um, and and this would have been like. 20 this would have been like 30 years oh, ago right easily 30 to 40 ago. years ago yeah a long time ago and actually that's you think that's probably what threw you off because now neutral Jing is way more like scarred and beaten up and battered and is not quite like that young dragonborn um has has mm. you know gone from young to middle age and took you a minute to kind of remember that cool but you do know that that neutral Jing, um having learned from you is pretty damn good at, at what he does yeah. Okay. And probably better now, right? Maybe. Yeah. Quite with, well. With with life experience. Life experience. You know? Exactly. Certainly seems to be doing very well for for himself, and is still alive, which is a good thing in in that particular line of business. Cool. Okay. You can put your headphones back on. How are they going to hear that? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'll send a message. <laughs> put your headphones back on. I think Gary. Yeah, Gary got that. it. Gary got it. Put your headphones back it. on. Well, Gary, good job. <laughs> you can put your Gary headphones back on. The door closes behind you, and the three of you and Neutral Jing are standing in this pretty small room. But there is a table. There's a couple of chairs, and Neutral Jing will take a seat, put his feet up on the table, and cross his arms. Um, and he keeps kind of like glancing over to Taro. Nice job on the uh, the insulation, by the way. Oh, Taro. No, Taro? not right now. Oh God, he's having one of his turns again. He's he's taking a little break. Don't don't worry about him. <sighs> That's well timed. It's certainly nice to see you again, boss. I know it's been it's been how long has it been really? Thirty eight years by my counting since I've last seen you. Really thought that you'd been done in when you just disappeared. The fuck. I had a, uh, I had a job, and you know I had to go go off the grid for a little bit. But well, you did a fine job sorry. of that. Yes. What can I? Vesper, I'm sorry to break up this lovely reunion. I'm touched that you've found one another again. What? If I may just ask, pray tell the fuck. Which part? All, all, all of it. Okay, ask ask a question, please. Uh, how do you know neutral drink? And why is he calling you the boss? Oh, we're old colleagues. We go we go way back. More detail than that. More detail than that, Vespa. You know, the odd job here and there. <laughs> what kind of job? <laughs> Jing, what are you doing these days? How do you describe it nowadays? Well, headhunting mainly. Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> so, like, you just... Are you hitmen? 
I mean, I've hit men before, and I'm sure there'll be many men yet I've Sweetheart, we've all done that. <laughs> I'm talking specifics. No, I'm more of a finder, a seeker of sorts, you know. I hunt them down and bring them back to where they should be when they've gone somewhere that they shouldn't have done. But I learned here from the best. You grabbed the snitch, right? <laughs> Yeah. I will grab the snitches no matter how far they go. That's exactly it. <laughs> and then it's game over. Then it's game over indeed for them, depending on who, of course, is looking for them. Sometimes if well, business is slow, it's just a errant uh, spouse or someone who owes a bit of money to a council or something like that. But I've... <laughs> Sorry, I just really like the idea of like council tax and neutral yeah. Hey, I mean, Sindarian council. Let me tell you this: if you fucked over a council enough, they send me in. You're in pretty bad shape anyway. <laughs> your water it. rate's gone up. <laughs> I'm here to check your gas meter. Uh, uh, you've been rebanded. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most fucking British joke we've ever made. God, I really want to play like a game about like fucking bureaucracy now. Oh god, <laughs> Gary, you've got to write a new faction game, but it's all different councils vying yeah, for funding. No. no, don't change my recycling bin day. <laughs> I can't believe they've taken me down to just one green bin. Right. <laughs> so. Anyway, sorry. sorry. Yes. And might I ask, have you had any clients in Sindarian? Sindarian's one of my main payers at the moment. Plenty of all sorts of interesting things happening over there. Have you been in touch recently? Do you know what's what's going on there? Why don't you take a seat, the three of you? You're making me a little bit nervous all standing there with your weapons and, well, I know what V can do. Yeah, sure. Um, out of interest, just a quick question. How do you feel about a chap called Avalier? Don't trust him. Don't like him. Don't think very highly of him. But he's smart. He's quite well protected, I believe, is Oh, he? very much so. More like a... Greased weasel in a tight hole. Difficult to get out. <laughs> oh, I didn't need that image. But thank you. Jean. It was that's I feel like you've conveyed your point there. Thank I'm glad you. Glad you still have your way with words. Thank you. Again. Learned from the very best. Uh, sitting it opposite him and like leaning forward and say, Does Avalier really have connections with the dozen? You see, he kind of like takes in a little intake like of breath there and uh Vesper actually saying like the name of the dozen so casually that's quite a big thing because the dozen is like the absolute biggest like yakuza mafia like the the most dangerous gang in sindarian um and although you've you know as you have stated previously done a job or two for them just to like casually it out is is quite quite a thing um and neutrogen kind of glances back to vesper and then to you natalia um and he says well, I don't do any work for the dozen myself. They're a little bit above my pay grade still, I'll be honest. But uh, I have heard that, but how true it is, I haven't looked too deeply. It's not what I'm being currently paid for, at least so. 
but I do know that he and his sister do have some pretty solid connections in Sindarian, and I would be wary of uh, meddling without knowing the full picture. It strikes me as very odd that the dozen would stoop to the likes of him. I would agree with that. I don't know that it's stooping as far as it used to be. I think he's come up in the world a bit. Not sure he's come up that far. Uh, are they still... It, it's been... It's been 24 years since I was last in the city. H has their reputation changed at all? <laughs> uh, it's only gotten more and more deadly and uh, strong. I hear they've actually breached some new horizons. They've uh, reached out a little bit beyond Sindarian themselves, last I heard. There was a little bit of uh, meddling in the courts of kings going on. That is interesting. That's a bit of a bit of a jump. Well, more of a slow climb, but for all I know, they could have had their hands in royal pockets for much longer than has become public knowledge. I say public knowledge in our circles. Public knowledge. Of course. You've not made enemies with the dozen, have you? Oh, no. No, not at all. It's just Avalier was saying he was connected and it just didn't seem right. I have heard that the dozen are not above using those with ambition and uh, more folly than sense to reach certain outposts and then do away with certain messengers. I should imagine if he is in some way actually for real connected to the dozen. I can't imagine his role would be more than that. For one, he wouldn't be fucking bragging about it, would he? No. That's true. Maybe we can just let that one take its course. The cave. The Singing Skulls cave. Ah. So we, sp we spoke to Lady Philomera and she put us onto the cave to help with Pellet's case. That's really why we're here. Right. Have you found anything out about them? I'm still tracking down documents and maps. I've managed to find a couple of things I think were trafficked into the city, but I haven't managed to find any evidence of them actually around, so I should imagine that they are stashed somewhere. But fuck knows, I can't <laughs> dig it out yet. <laughs> I've never been too good at finding physical items. Much better at people. Is the stash particularly important? Well, it depends. Might be worth the pretty penny if there's anything left, and there's always good in gold. However, it's more about the uh, paperwork, the documents, who might have been doing what, and if it would explain Lady Belva's death, and then how her son came to uh, be in Sindarian. Do we know he's in Sindarian? He kind of gives you a little shrewd look at that. And he says, Well, here's the thing. I've been told by many a people that they've seen him. In fact, I have had letters from him in Sindarian. From, of course, third parties reaching out to do business of sorts and myself intercepting them. I've tried to meet with him, and every single time so far, it's fallen through. 
he doesn't turn up or there's some excuse or he sends somebody in his stead to complete the trade. Bastards costing me a whole lot of gold in shitty business trades trying to get a good look at him. Hmm. Hmm. Would you have one of the letters that was written by him? I do indeed. May, may I see it? Nat, can you have a look at this? Sure. He like pulls open his, his cloak and he like digs in one of the many, many pockets and he pulls out a little kind of stack of papers that have all been tied uh, with like with a ribbon and, and nicely kind of kept and he lays them out on the table. Um, I would like to use the... Uh, if I use the brain conversation, it, nobody else can hear it. Is that right? Yes. The, the three-way brain conversation. I say, Nat, does that look like the handwriting from the ledger? Uh, I'll take a look. It looks very, very similar, but not quite identical. In fact, make me a either an investigation check or a perception, no, or, or an intelligence check, because I think investigation works off wisdom, right? Or are they both intelligence? I can't remember. Investigation is intelligence. So that's a thirteen. I mean, I'm going on the basis that Nat's got keen mind oh, yeah, yeah. and um, knows exactly oh, yeah. so, what things look like. Yeah, yeah. So with the keen mind, Nat, you can tell that it's very similar but not identical. With your 13, you see actually a little bit where it looks like somebody has written a like a J in the same style that Alwyn wrote J's, but then doesn't do it later on. So it looks like somebody is intimid is not intimidating is um uh in. <laughs> Imitating. imitating, thank you, is imitating his writing. I look at that and over the over the brain thing. Psychic WhatsApp, let's call it what it is, please. Psychic WhatsApp, the psychic WhatsApp. I say, if this isn't his handwriting, I wonder if this is his mum. Oh, now, one second, Yubi. Mm-hmm. Um, in the world, do we know if there are shapeshifters? Like, are changelings a race on Alphala? You haven't heard of anything like that. There have been old like stories about it, as there are in all cultures, but you do know from yourselves that you can change appearance. There are magics yeah. that allow you to disguise yourself. You saw it in Axon, you look over to Vesper, and and Findex right now is in the tavern doing the exact same thing. Yeah. So yeah. there are many ways to change your appearance in this world. Hmm. What was the precedent we set for who gets whatsapped is it always tarot so if it's 11 or above then vesper is in on the conversation if it's 10 or below then tarot hears it in tarot's kind of dreamscape sleepy world that he gets put into it's a four it's a four tarot suddenly you hear in your little nap that you're suddenly taking this is normal it looks kind of is that tarot uh tarot hi narium you know you've got you've been um you've got Vespa driving at the moment. Who? What? Oh, we'll talk about it later. Everything's huh? fine, Tero. Don't panic. No, I wasn't panicking. I Good. just assumed I was taking a nap or something. Yes, sweet dreams, Puppet. Okay. What is this about, Han? It doesn't matter. Hmm. Should we offer the the ledger to him in exchange for keeping silent about? The, the cave and the goods yes and hopefully to generate some goodwill and maybe get something out of it I think given that he's um, divulged that he doesn't like Avalir, uh, I and he's working to help Philomera, Lady Philomera 
uh, sort out Peleth, I'm quite willing to hand over that ledger. Okay. Mr. Jim, if we were to go into these caves and to try and track down um, and find this old Singing Skulls place, uh, and we were able to do so, would you be amenable to say, if we were to give you any paperwork we found, if we could keep any uh, remaining objects and items? In theory, that would be fine, but you know, it's a hard life out here on the road, so to speak, moving from place to place. That was sort of the arrangements we uh, already discussed with uh, Lady Brooke. He looks over to Vespa and says, You wouldn't share a little bit for old time's sake. I could do with a new cloak. Sorry on this one, Ching. It's not really my decision to make, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we could put a little bit your way. Oh, yeah, I know. I don't think that would be an issue. Well, that would be kind. If you were able to find the caves and get through them, I would be uh, mighty impressed. From what I hear, the Singing Skulls have a couple of tricks up their sleeves, so be careful. <laughs> oh, yeah, sounds like a very tough cave. I'm sure these 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 uh, these people have no chance. Don't worry. <laughs> on, a, on another note, you don't happen to have heard anything about... Uh, Toshi High. He kind of like looks at you and like raises the little like ridge bits of his eyebrows and he goes and what would a lovely young person like you be wanting with an old fucker like that? <laughs> Is that a name I know? Um, Make me a history check. Vespa, please. Oh my god, so much lore! <laughs> the deep lore. My history is pretty bad, so here goes. Uh, 16. 16, yeah. Um, now, why don't you explain who Toshi is? Or Gary, rather. So, uh, <laughs> Toshi High is a, uh, an alias, a pseudonym, for Skartash Thug. Oh! Now, Skartash Thug is the son of Notable Thug. <laughs> and yes. No Notable Thug was one... Is, uh, well, they're both elves. Uh, Notable Thug was one of the founders of Sindarian. Skartash, and she got cast out by the other founders and um, turned to crime. Skartosh followed her, her wisdom, and became a crime crimeman of um, <laughs> some repute in the city. And um, you can hear all about his adventures soon. <laughs> um, so, so Vespa would be like, Vespa would have a very different perspective on who this person is compared to Jing, probably, right? Yeah. Because Jing's heard of like however long of adventures yep. that have gone on afterwards like basically oh, Vespa knows Vespa knows Toshi High is like a kind of semi-incompetent upstart right like yeah yeah <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> what 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 do you want with with what do you want with an incompetent upstart like like Toshi High uh, he 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 helped me out when I was in a tough spot uh, a long time ago and I was just just wanted to know, is he still alive? What happened to him? I kind of find it hard to believe he'd help anyone, but okay. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? And he gets, like, real close, and he's, like, looking at you. Um, well, let's just say for, for some reasons, my, uh, I, I lost some time. And that while I'm 
only about 22, let's just say for about 24 years, I was kind of stuck and did not age. There was some magic involved. I don't want to get into it too much. Your DM here to say as always, hello, and thank you for listening to our humble little show. We are so grateful to each and every one of you who sticks around, who, who listens to us, who's gotten through 56 episodes of this bullshit that we put out every two weeks, and we are just beyond grateful to you. So thank you so much. I think we would probably still be doing it, even if nobody was listening. But you know, like, you help a lot. So we're grateful. And to every single one of you who has gone out and left us an iTunes review or has left like a comment on Podbean or on your podcatcher of choice, we are again beyond grateful. They really help us out. Algorithms like people interacting with content. It's the same for Twitter. I don't actually know if it's the same for Tumblr. Who knows what's going on with Tumblr anymore? Tumblr is a wild wasteland of of a place now. It doesn't make sense to me in a metaphysical way anymore. So that's 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 a lost realm to my understanding. But I know that, that Twitter and iTunes and Podbean, they like the algorithms where if people are interacting with the content by liking it, by commenting on it, by, you know, leaving reviews, then it tends to show it to more people because it's like, hey, people have things to say about this one. You should check it out. And so we're really grateful to everybody who does tweet us, who does Tumblr us. I'm very grateful for that. Don't get me wrong. That's wonderful. I just don't know how Tumblr works anymore, you know? It's still there, and I check it. But it's so weird when you think about the amount of time you spent. Did any of you ever have Gaia online? Like, what happened there? You know, it's like one of those things. You spend so much time there. You do so much there. You have the you have the the Coco Cat kitten thing. You know, I had a Halo at one point, I think, and and then it all. You just look at it again, and you're like, I cannot even begin to pass what I'm seeing. And quite often with the Tumblr, like, backend stuff, I'm like, I don't understand how any of this works anymore. Which is, which is, you know, a lost literacy that I have. But I am very grateful to everybody who Tumblrs us because I love to see your art, your memes, your very fun tags. I love it when you tag us and stuff. That's very good. Somebody made a very, very good meme, which you should check out because I reblogged it on our Tumblr. Retumbled it. No, I've even forgotten the language. Oh, oh, it's so painful to me. Um, where it was the scene from Jurassic Park um, with when the when the little dinosaurs are hatching and uh, Ian Malcolm, who I jokingly said was what Alwyn Belva looked like, is saying to the gang who are the the rest of the Jurassic Park crew, stay away from jazz and liquor, and they're all looking at him like, hmm. It's very good. It that's a funny meme. I, it made me laugh. I like it. You should go check out our Tumblr. It's just the Mortal Path com because there's a lot of good content there that's not made by us but that I can re retumble and it's really good so a huge thank you to everybody who interacts with us in those ways it's just fantastic we're so grateful thank you 
If you're looking for more ways to interact with us, we also have a Patreon. Now, on our Patreon, we like to put out all sorts of fun, varied content, like maps, behind-the-scenes stats. You can play Axon on our Tumblr. Um, oh, you can play Axon on our Patreon. It was one of the first things that I uploaded. We also have a really exciting diary from Natalia Nightlark, which is explaining her connections in Sindarian. It'll give you a little bit more context to what's going on right now. It's also got pictures. It's also got some amazing cosplay. It's got all sorts of really, really cool stuff. You can support the show from $2 a month. It's updated weekly with exclusive content. However, we do set the content to be free to view after a month. So if you haven't ever checked out our patreon you should go check it out because a lot of the stuff there is actually going to be viewable you just need to like scroll back a bit and you'll start seeing the posts that you can see so all you need to do is to type in the mortal path in the little patreon search bar you'll find us and if you check it out you'll see loads of stuff that you can already see so go and have a look because you know we do stuff and it's fun and 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 it's good fun yeah speaking of fun i also want to take a moment to talk about one of our two amazing affiliates, dndice.co.uk. Did you know that if you use our code MORTALDICE, all capitals, all one word, you'll get 10% off? Did you know they're doing free UK shipping and that they have a flat worldwide shipping rate? Did you know also that they're doing a Dice for Masks initiative where you can buy a mystery set and at least £4 of each sale is going to fund the NHS with face masks? Now, you cannot use your discount code here, but I think that's fair enough, to be honest. £4 going to the NHS to fund them with masks because some people in certain upper circles and echelons of power and authority are useless and terrible. So the public is having to fund our health service with basic essentials needed in a pandemic. That's great. Isn't that great? Also... I have like so I'm not complaining because I love to do this and I've offered it to everyone who has asked me for one but I've sewn like 30 face masks because I can sew and I've got a lot of material and I offered it and I learned how to make them they are actually quite simple to make but I like I've made a lot of face masks okay and like this is great but also the NHS should not be in a position where they're having to crowdfund for PPE so but they are and so in this way, you can help yourself out and get some really cool dice, a mystery set, and you can also help the NHS, which, which is also great. Other also great places are our second affiliate, The Secret Cat Shop. If you use our code THEMORTALPATH10, all one word, and capitalize the TMP for The Mortal Path, you can get 10% off their incredible wares. They've got pins, they've got dice, they've got accessories, they've got minis. Oh my god, the minis! I have to keep telling myself not to buy the minis because the last count of the miniatures that I have got to about a thousand and then I stopped counting because I was like nope I've made it too real now I will put them all back into my bulging hobby cupboard and uh contemplate that later so you should buy their minis because I, I I'm not allowed to and they also have clothing now I've been looking at those pastel dice joggers and oh my god I want them those and the party time rainbow dice t-shirt absolutely incredible like you've got a whole outfit there i'm just saying like i i really need them actually in my life they were also part of the dice for masks but they've sold out so that's great you know i really love to see these small businesses flourishing i really love to see people 
checking out their really cool, unique wares. They are both small UK businesses. They're doing their own thing. They're doing their own designs. They're doing all sorts of really, really exciting things with their stuff. So go and check them out and uh, and support them if you can. And honestly, just go and have a look at the really cool stuff that they do. They both have Twitter accounts. You can just send them a little like retweet or a little bump or something. Check them out. They're great. Speaking of other really great things, I would like to thank Rachel Graff for our theme tune, which is incredible. You should also go and check out her Twitter and her Bandcamp, which I will link in the show notes below. And I think that's about it for this week. It's quite a long one because I rambled a bit, so I'm sorry about that. I'm recording this like before I have to go to work so that I can get it done absolutely not during work hours. Nope. Mm-mm. I didn't I didn't say anything. Enjoy enjoy the show. Goodbye. Goodbye. He kind of like slowly turns to look at Vesper and is like has what the fuck written all over his face? I know, it sounds complicated, doesn't it? Sounds complicated, perhaps above my pay grade, but fuck me if I'm not curious about that. Is that a common thing or is this some new... Uh, no. No, as far as I'm aware, uh, I'm the only person this has uh, happened to. Make me a deception check there, Nat, please. Uh-oh. 16. 16, okay. He, like, looks to you, Vesper, and you can see him really taking in the details of your face. And then he looks to you, Nerium, and you remember just before that Halumi Min had said you looked like you hadn't aged a day over uh, <laughs> however many and that you'd been gone for how long. And you can see him kind of like algebra lady, like trying to work like, stuff out. And he very slowly like leans back in his chair and he's like, Toshi's alive and well and doing all sorts of interesting things, but that's not what we're here to talk about, I believe. No, we're here to try and uh, save Pella. Yes, indeed. So, and you've been sent to help me, and I am more than grateful. I know that you, at least, Vespa, are incredibly good at this, and I could use a little help at this point. So you're going to try and find the caves, is that correct? Is that what you have insinuated to me? Oh, I'm not really involved. Don't don't worry about me. I'm just here for uh, support. He's just sort of along for the ride. Ah, are you training new recruits, so to speak? <laughs> not so much. Don't worry about what I'm up to. It's fine. We should catch a drink sometime. Catch up a little bit. I'm afraid that probably won't be convenient. I'm uh, I'm laying low, you see. Very low. I see. Lower than that. <laughs> <laughs> he like he laughs at that and you can see that like that kind of some of the hurt has been I can't say the word. I don't know how. I can't spell Aswage. it. Yes, thank you, Swage. Um, that's exactly. Thanks for knowing immediately. Whoa, which, that was that was is. that was a good fucking mind sink there. That's very good. Thank <laughs> you. Um, his his his. I've read a lot of your fic. <laughs>
Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> some thank of you that... for giving kudos. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for bearing that burden. Um, so you see some of the hurt has been like, you know, has been assuaged from him. Uh, look, He looks over to the three of you and he goes, why don't I tell you what I know so far? Yes. Please. I'm assuming that Lady Brooke has talked you through a fair amount of it. So I'm going to skip everything that I'm going to assume she said to you because it's what she said to me. And any new information that she would have had between now and back when I first spoke to her would have come from me directly. So I'm going to skip that. Now what I found in the last few weeks or so is the name of one of the servants who very interestingly has said that she saw Peleth in two places. Elsa Fret. And how would you spell that? A-I-L-S-A-F-R-E-T-T. Man, I can tell you work in telephone stuff because that was well spaced out. Alpha, <laughs> India, <laughs> Lima, Sierra, Alpha, <laughs> Space, Foxtrot, Romeo, Echo, Brilliant. Tango, Tango. Um, it's a bank holiday, you don't have to work today. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, he kind of looks over the both of you and he goes, so here's the story that I've gotten out of her so far. Peleth arrives, as she usually does, at her usual time with her usual gear and her usual outfit all in place. <laughs> she heads up the main stairs, despite having been led in through the servants' entrance, as is usual. She is shown to Lady Belva's room where Elsa Fret assumes they will be busy for the next two or so hours as per normal. Elsa is meant to return down to the servants' quarters and begin preparing evening meals. However, Elsa that day had received a letter from her sweetheart, and so she decides to go to her own room in the servants' quarters, upstairs, not down where she's meant to be, and reread it. After that, she comes back down the stairs, and as she sees Peleth leaving one of the bathrooms to head back in to Lady Belva's room, down in the servants' quarters, she sees Peleth step through one of the doors into the kitchen with a sum of money, which is then handed out to the servants from, apparently, Lady Belva to leave the house. For an hour, an hour and a half or so, she notes this is very odd. The staff aren't meant to leave, but Peleth is insistent and has there a letter, note signed, from Lady Belva. And it's a hell of a lot of gold that's being given out, so they all take it and leave. Elsa Fret notes that Peleth is meant to be finishing in the next 15 minutes or so, and again thinks it odd, but is more than happy to take her ten gold pieces and go and spend Ooh. the 45 minutes with her soon-to-be wife. She comes back after the hour and the house is engulfed in flames. There is talk of a Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs> Have you seen that Yu-Gi-Oh card? Yes, I've seen, a, I've seen a reproduction of it. Neutral Jing leans in and he says... I've seen that card once before, 17 or so years ago over in Sterla. Oh? It was a mark of the dozen. 
It's their calling card. Oh. Now here's the thing about dozen calling cards. You don't leave them willy-nilly around cities and you certainly don't leave them to be found by constables and you certainly don't leave them to turn up in court and be shown like that. Those cards are warning signs from gang to gang, not for the general public and not to be bandied about during a trial. They are above that. Certainly in Sindarian, though I can't imagine Hopewell is seeing many of these calling cards. Like I said, the only one I ever saw was 17 years ago in Sterla, and that put the end to that hunt. I knew there was no point going forward because if the dozen has come calling, there's not going to be anything left to find. So it would seem somebody is impersonating the dozen? That was my first thought as well. Why would the dozen be here? Why would they be taking out some petty noble? I can't imagine that what the singing skulls have is worth any sort of dozen involvement, and I also can't imagine that the dozen themselves would be keen to get involved in petty squabblings of gangs like the singing skulls. So why was there a card left here? I can only imagine, like you said, it's some kind of deception or fraud, but the actual card itself, I can't get a look at. Neutral, if I may call you that. Um, you know people in this area, you're fairly well connected. I haven't been around for a while. What did you know of Lady Belva before she her untimely passing? Was there anything unusual about her or anything notable about her dealings? Lady Belver, as far as I'm aware, and he pulls out like a journal and he starts flipping through it, and you see in this very fucking sumi, very neat handwriting. Doesn't quite look like it's been printed. We're not at like Philomira Brooks level, but it's lovely handwriting. He's made all these notes of things. He turns to a couple of pages, one that is clearly like Lady Belver's history, and he says, She was born here in Hopewell, but had married somebody from Sindarian, a, a sir and he had taken her name when they had gotten married, her being off old money in the city. He died mysteriously seven or so years after their marriage, leaving her and her son to manage the household. Other than that, she seems to have led a pretty quiet and not particularly exciting life, although her son Alwyn was known for his... Uh, bad behaviour and his frequent trips to Sindarian and of course now his involvement with the Singing Skulls and his uh, like for certain beautiful items and things like that. If I were to put money on it I would say if you were to find those caves of smuggling I should imagine that Alwyn had something to do with them. It certainly seems like after a little while he was able to get his hands on some rather fine items here and there. But you don't think his mother was being aware of that then? I shouldn't imagine so. From what I hear, she was intelligent and pretty, but kept mainly to herself, felt the uh, tragedy of her husband pretty hard and concentrated on raising her son and looking after her estate. Nobody has anything particularly unkind to say about her. Nobody has anything particularly positive to say about her. 
Some of the servants have said that she could get in frightful moods if they didn't do as she liked, but she was a rather uh, monotonous person, stickler for the rules, didn't like it when people uh, didn't do as she said, and didn't have much patience for those who didn't follow her standards. Pretty regular noble, as far as I could tell. Thank you very much, Mr. Jim. Are there any other lines of investigation we could help with? There's one other that I'm going to be looking into. I have an eyewitness account here of another servant a couple of weeks before Lady Belva's death, a footman of hers, Ash Willow, who went into a shop that I have heard a couple of interesting things about. Hathes Garden Goods went in for something, came out with something, and I'm going to be looking into what it might have been that uh, he went in for. I've heard that Hathes is somebody that if you're looking for certain unusual items, he's the man to go to. That's interesting. Is it? Why? What do you know about Hathes or anything to do with that <laughs> shop? Sounds like it would be good, a, a useful place to know about if uh, if you wanted to get hold of uncommon items. Make me a deception check then, Arian, please. Shut up, Phil. Why do you do this? <laughs> <laughs> You've opened the gate. Natural 20. Oh, nice. Likes oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it on him. He, like, he nods and he goes, well, it's going to be a day or two before I would uh, step foot. I, of course, need to make sure that I know any defences, anything I should know about Hafez before I <laughs> pay him a visit. Oh, that sounds very sensible. <laughs> yes. I mean, I imagine somebody uh, with expertise in that area is, is, is quite likely to have all sorts of defences and things going on. Neutral Jin kind of like gestures to Vesper and then he gestures to like some of his own scars and dents and, and dings and he says, well, the boss always told me that I tended to jump first and ask questions later. So I've been trying to uh, change up my methods and I have to say I've gotten a hell of a lot less scratches in the last five or so years following that advice more strictly. Unfortunately, that's as far as I've gotten in my persons-to-persons investigation so far. It's a little harder hunting someone down when they're in a different city, and you're right now just chasing up what actually happened to his mother. Do you know where the card is being held? I believe it's being held in the upper circle in the uh, justice's vault. That's where they keep all that sort of uh, evidence in any cases to do with nobility. I'm assuming... It's not uh, easy to get at. <laughs> Seems like you know Sindarian pretty well. Imagine trying to get in to the uh, one of the prisons there. In fact, trying to get into the forge down to the very bottom, take something from one of those locked down in the depths and get back out. The forge? Do you mean the furnace? I mean the furnace, I do. The furnace. Wow, embarrassing. Yeah, sorry I haven't played fucking Blades in the Dark in eight years. I can't remember. Sorry that I'm literally juggling like three campaigns worth of material right now. (laughs) In my own head. He, yeah, so so he says the furnace, he says the right name. So no, it's not easy to get to. And he like gestures again to himself and he goes, and I'm not exactly the sort that fits in a place like that. <laughs> and again, he looks over to Vesper and he says, 
one of the reasons why I uh, missed working along with your good self so much. You could certainly get us into places that I find much more difficult to get into. I think Vesper is like on the other side of the room now, just like fiddling around with like some kind of paneling on the wall or something. Okay, yeah. And uh, V's just like, huh? what, what was that? What was that? I was... Uh, you talking to me now? Well, I mean, I was sort of talking to you this whole time, but uh, as well as everyone else here, you were included, <laughs> in my mind at least, in that. But I was saying that it was much easier when we were working together to get into certain places. You could get us in uh, to places like the Upper Circle that I find much more difficult to get into myself, even with invitations. Not that I've had any, of course. Yeah, that stuff, uh, no problem, really. Turns out it's quite hard to secure places uh, from from people with the right sort of skills. Indeed. So, are you sure you're not wanting to be helping out with this? I could certainly use your help again, boss. No, like I said, I've got my reasons. I'm working on something else at the moment. Fair enough. Are you, are you Vesper? What's that? I can't tell you. That would give the game away. Sorry. And nothing I can help with, is it? No, not really, because then I'd have to tell you, and then that would give the whole game away also. So, it's sort of a secret, is the thing. It's sort of a secret so secret I'm not supposed to really know about it. That's a bit of a risk. You do like your secrets within secrets. At least that hasn't changed about you, but you know you can trust me, and anything that you do need, I'd be more than happy to help you out again. Oh, no, I know I can trust you. Um, it's me also I can't trust. It's it's very complicated. Vespa? What's up, Miriam? Why do we trust you? Do you? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> no, I thought you trusted Taro. That was my understanding. I trust Taro. Yes. No, I'm not really sure why you do trust me. I mean, I seem to. I got you out of a couple sticky situations back in the, uh, you know, the other place. You very much got us into a couple as well. That's true. <laughs> I'm just thinking because you know this secret that's so big that you can't tell us is it dangerous to us it's not big it's just easily detectable is it dangerous to us don't think so do you think we should trust you I can't make that judgement for you no I suppose that's true I've no intent to get you in harm right I'm going to cast detect thoughts on Vespa okie dokie okie doke interesting it's a wisdom save. I get that. I get the initial bit automatically, but I am gonna want to go in a bit deeper. Oh. There. <laughs> okay. okay. So what's the surface thought here? I think the surface thought is that like there's information here that if Nerevan finds out, will really scupper everything. Okay. It's not so much like a fear Nerevan will find out because I don't think. Yeah. I don't think V knows that you can do like mind reading shit. I don't know if that's come up. I don't think so, no. Yeah, so I think it's just a thing of like, he's thinking about there is a thing that needs to not be like passed on here. But yeah, I'll go for my resistance roll now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, roll the three. Oh, <laughs> okay. What's on your mind, Ooh, how, do, how do we do this? How do we... What's the exact wording of the spell? If it okay, you gain insight into its reasoning, if any, its emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind, such as something it worries over, loves, or hates. 
I think the thing that looms large in your mind would be the secret, wouldn't it? There is a, uh, another aspect to this, which is whose thoughts do you detect? Now, Vesper is definitely uh, driving at the moment. I think it's I think it's Vesper. The reason that we were linking with Tarot before is because that psychic WhatsApp is with Tarot's brain. So Vesper has a chance mm. to like get in on that if Vesper is in the the driver's seat, so to speak. But because right now like Vesper is in the driver's seat, it's Vesper piloting it. This is all about Vesper. Tarot is just doing sleepy yeah. bye byes unless you do something that's going to be linked specifically to Tarot's magic and Tarot's psyche. Oh man, okay. I real quick need to read the Dungeon World rulebook. Give okay. me a second. <laughs> I know that's 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 a wild thing, but I have to go read it real quick. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> You've opened oh. a can of worms here, you see. I mean I done. know I have. I think I'm very excited about how this can of worms has been. I opened. don't get to see Vesper very often. And very genuinely, Yubi gave me this damn thing. Yubi, I've used oh, Detect yes. Thoughts again. You have. And you used one last time as well. How many of those... I know. Are we on... We're on now... I've used it at least four or five times, possibly six. I think we're on. We're now on seven spells cast from the oh, Violet God. Drop. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Because I think you just hit five, <laughs> and now you've hit two more, so that's seven. That's fine. Oh, oh, oh. oh crap. The thing is, Detect Thoughts is a really fucking useful spell. Uh-huh. I have deliberately given you very useful spells that I know that Kitty wants to use. There's there's method ah, here. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you, but I also love you. Okay. Um, so, what you are getting from Vespa is that V had an important mission to take out a target whose ability was to detect whether somebody had harmful intent towards them. And in this case, that harmful intent would be... Vesper is concerned because V anticipates that the knowledge of a plan to assassinate said person would be considered harmful intent. Holy shit, that's so cool. The (laughs) understanding is that that person they, their extent of their powers is so far reaching that anywhere on Alf Allen is risky to have knowledge of that plan <laughs> uh, their name is Ludicrous Bulge <laughs> what?